The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Galen McDowell. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister. Christ Universal Temple was founded in 1956 by the legendary Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. Check us out when you are in our area or online at www.cutemple.org every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. for our live stream. That's 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Today we have a very special guest, a friend, a colleague, a brother. We share the same spiritual mother. Uh, We come out of the same community. He is the senior minister of the Unity Church in Sacramento, and he is a powerful speaker and promoter of the New Thought Principles, uh, living a designer life, and all things positive and good. Truth transforms. Welcome the Reverend Kevin Ross. How you doing, Kevin? I am great, sir. How are you? I am Glad excellent. to be up. Yeah, yes, definitely. I know we have about a two-hour time difference, so thank you for coming on the show today. I wanted to yes. talk to you today, first of all, before we get started, I wanted to at least let some of my listeners know about your background, because you have your own show on Unity Online Radio, Design Your Life, but I would like for you to please give them a little bit of background about who you are and how you came to the point of being a minister, leading a congregation, being a pastor, going out and teaching people how to live better lives. Well, like you mentioned earlier, I grew up on the south side of Chicago in what was then Christ Unity Temple um, back in 1974 when I was born, literally, and had the opportunity to grow up in a conversation of of spiritual empowerment, if I had to put it in two words. And I I witnessed some of the greats walk across that stage on Sundays, um, including, of course, Dr. Coleman, but I watched Norman Vincent Peale and Les Brown and um, Catherine Ponder and some of the world's greatest spiritual teachers. And as a kid, I had this gift for gap. And so um, as I began to... um, being impressed because I had to be at the church every Sunday for three services, um, no matter what. So eventually I stopped resisting the fact that I had to be there and I started enjoying it. And with this gift for gab, I would go home after services, stand on a crate in my backyard and preach to my peers in the backyard what I had heard uh, at the church service. And I eventually started to enjoy it. And um, I remember as I became a teenager, I took a bookshelf and turned it into a podium in my bedroom. So when my kids, my playmates would come over to hang out with me before we could play Hot Wheels or any other toys, um, they had to hear me give a speech. And this is how it began for me. It was literally... uh, 
my fascination with what I was experiencing. So being exposed to these principles early in life, the principles kind of grew up in me and and developed this person that I am today. And, uh, and I'm, I'm really grateful that I was rooted in that community um, uh, there in Chicago. Okay. Well, I know that you're an author and you've written a couple of books and you're promoting this book on living the design of life. Could you tell us a little bit about actually what is a designer life and how did you come to that concept of, or how did you give birth to it? We all know it comes from spirit, but, you know, more of a personal touch. Well, the designer life, um, the book is called The Designer Life, Distinctions for Living Life by Design and Not by Default. Um, the whole premise of the book is to tell people that you can design your life you do not have to live in reaction to circumstance, which is what most people do. They're living, rather than living proactively uh, from their desires, they're living reactively to circumstances and situations and by the dictates of society. And I wanted to wake people up to, first of all, stir up within them um, their desire. What is it that you really want? What is it that's yearning to be birthed through you? Not that which you seem to lack, but that which you seem to, uh, you can't shake a loose. What is that within you? And as you wake people up to that sense desire, then help them to see that contained in the desire is the design. It is the blueprint. And to provide people with the distinctions that I've discovered along the way that have enabled me to really design the life that I'm living right now. I mean, I must say, um, almost Everything that I've ever wanted to do, anyone that I've ever wanted to meet, any place that I've ever wanted to go, I have done and am doing because of the distinctions that I am sharing in this book. But that's beautiful. If could, could you share with us maybe a few distinctions from the book so people can get an idea of how you actually live a life by design? Sure, sure. Um, I'm going to open the book here, um, and I'm going to go to going to the front of the book, okay, in the introduction area. Because in the introduction, I'm giving an overview of what what I call the five distinctions. There are five fundamental distinctions for living the designer life, and I'm going to give you the the overview, and then I'll I'll stop on one of them is perhaps most paramount. The first one is that the designer life is a life of purpose. The second is the designer life is a spiritual life. The third is the designer life is a no-excuse life. The fourth is the designer life is a life of enjoyment. And the fifth is the designer life is the triumphant life. And one of my favorite distinctions here is that the designer life is a no-excuse Life. Let me read a little bit of this. It says, to offer excuses is to do... I think we're having a slight technical difficulty. I'm having a hard time hearing Reverend Kevin Ross right now. Kevin, are you there? Okay. Uh, we're having a slight technical difficulty. We will make sure that it's we tough. get... Uh... I'm here. Okay. It, okay it's, tough be- it's tough because some things that show up in our lives we would never arrange for consciously. We are more than the bodies we inhabit and are connected to the whole of life. Consciously or not, we play our role in all of its amazing events. Some of them appear to be positive, some negative. Those that appear negative, however, may not be negative after all. I've had the privilege of observing artists paint. From time to time, they create something they consider less than satisfactory. Yet they never blame someone or something for the result, they simply set up a new canvas. The designer should never be limited to this or that design. If what you have designed is not the masterpiece you were hoping for, go back to the drawing board. You always have the option to start anew. And here's the, the real kicker in this. To live the designer life means you are willing to take 100% responsibility 100% of the time. Yes, again, I think we're having some technical difficulties. I'm having a uh, hard time. I believe, Kevin, are you there? 
I apologize, listeners. Way of sidestepping responsibility. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes, we had a little bit of technical difficulty, so I think we missed that, Kevin. I apologize for that, uh, Ross. Uh, no to, to to go forward with the no excuse, I think that that's one of the things growing up in Christ Universal Temple. You know, you grew up, uh, you know, from mainly from childhood, from birth basically until adulthood. I came as a young man was one of the things that. Reverend Coleman really built in her people to her congregants was that you must be responsible. And she yeah. said say to us, stand up on your own to big spiritual feet. And that was something that was continually drilled. So we knew that we weren't waiting even for, quote, unquote, God who's going to do something that's inconsistent with our consciousness to save us. And that really, that's really right. came in the, you know, I really drilled in it. I came to the church at age 20, and it really stood out to me because, you know, we were always taught as children, at least I was, you grew up in New Thought, the guy kind of rides in like a, like a knight on a white horse. It saves the day, even though your thinking, feelings, beliefs, words, actions, and reactions have changed. So living a line of life means you have to take control of your consciousness, correct? Yes, and you must be God. In this in, in the situation, you take you take the God position in living the designer life. You are the designer. Now, the beautiful thing about this, another uh, distinction, is that the designer life is a divinely, um, a divinely intended, humanly permitted life. So you you are a co creative partners are co-forming this life with the source, with God, the, the ultimate expression, if you will. But you, you still assume the God space. You still step forward and move your life as God. And that's, that's, that's difficult for some uh, because it is the, the norm for people to wait on the Lord, so to speak, or wait on the Savior, and, and this whole idea. In this, in this model, we are saying that you have that divinity within you, and it is yours to unlock, yours to unleash, yours to express, and you'd be amazed at how much power is contained in the individual when he or she stands in the, the, the leadership position of his life. It makes all the difference in the world. Now, yeah. we're not talking about the, the New Thought background to the design of life. What do you think that New Thought offers to the world? I know you're giving it in the context of living a life by design or living a design of life and creating these distinctions. But I know your, your base that you're coming from is spirituality, is God, is New Thought. What do you think the new, that new thought actually offers to the world? Because I know you travel in many circles outside of new thought. So you have, a, in my opinion, a very good point of view of how new thought can relate and enhance what's being delivered religiously and spiritually to the world. Yes. Um, new thought reconnects the thinker to the world. Um, it it allows, um, no matter what your religious tradition is or spiritual background is or lack thereof, what the New Thought tradition does is allows you to think into the creation of the world that you want to have and shows you universal principles that you can apply to any situation. I think the New Thought movement has, to raise its voice and build its confidence such that it can be more of an influence to the world. Uh, however, I, I do believe that whether we have been deliberate or not about it, the teachings uh, have, have been greatly responsible for many of the uh, quantum leaps our, our American society has taken anyway. Um, and now, um, with Oprah Winfrey unleashed, you know, just going full blast with it, I think um, we're seeing a, a major integration of the 
ideas that are, are predominantly found in the New Thought Movement um, becoming more mainstream. Yes, yes, I would agree. It seems as though every time you look up, you see somebody who's talking about consciousness, universal law, watch your thinking, thoughts of things, things that are concepts that are consistently taught in the law of attraction. That was the biggest thing a few years ago with the secret. You know, people are studying quantum physics, trying to understand how the mind relates to what we call physical reality. All of these things, the clues that people are waking up saying, you know what, it's another way of looking at this. And they can have a new thought. And because mm -hmm. Tom said that new thought is over at the top, we're not finished with the theology. We're not finished explaining it because God is infinite. So there's always another way, uh, a more expanded way, a more panoramic uh, way of viewing what we call spirituality. New thought, as you and, said, opens the door. Yeah, and I believe that we who are adherents to these teachings must become less stingy with it. This is why I'm yeah. writing my book, and, and others of us should be writing books and, and, and distributing materials and what have you. Um, many of the founders of the movement did not copyright their materials because they wanted them to be available to the world. And we have to also recognize that just because we have been trained in these teachings, that others coming along from other traditions as they begin to interact with these teachings um, and use their own God-given intelligence to interpret them, they may, they may e help to evolve the teaching beyond where we may bring it. And that's okay, too. We've got to get out of this us versus them thing and realize that this conversation that uh, we're wanting the world to have is open to the world to have it. And, and yeah. I think that's something that that um, um, could help grow um, this new thought conversation, this new thought movement. I agree. I agree. Now, I want to let the call, the listeners know that they can call in and ask you questions if they choose to. Uh, listeners, you can call in at eight 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 five five eight six four eight nine eight 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 five five eight six four eight nine. If you have questions. The Reverend Kevin Ross about living life by design, living a design of life, living on purpose, living a no excuse life, living a triumphant life, living a life of enjoyment. It's your opportunity. Take advantage of it. Make sure that you call in. I would also like to remind you that this show and shows like this on the online radio are supported by your donations. So please click on the Get Me button, the Donate button on the website. As you have freely received, we're asking that you please freely give so others can benefit from this message. I was just talking to some people a couple of weeks ago, and they were telling me about a young man who walks 20 miles in Africa to get to a computer to check his emails and to be able to listen to different things and stay connected to teachings of a higher consciousness that his tribe in Africa aren't exposed to. He's bringing the, the material back, whatever he learns, whatever he gets. He goes back and he teaches orphans. You just never know who's mm -hmm. actually hearing these things. So we mm -hmm. have to be open and receptive. So please make sure that you click and donate and support this because it literally matters to the world. It's not just about the human It's not just about the state. It's not just about the United States or whatever country you might be in. It might be about some people who are trying to lift themselves up, but they need our help. You know, am I my brother's keeper? Yes, we are. So please make sure that you do support that. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous love offerings of listeners like you. If you feel spiritually fed by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Wellness expert, Dr. Michelle Robin on Healthy Living. In the game of wellness, there's some basic habits that you need to embrace in order to live a well life. 
In her book, Wellness on a Shoestring, Robin shows you that complete wellness of body, mind, and spirit doesn't have to cost a fortune. Client Eddie Penrice turned his health around with Dr. Robin's Seven Habits for a Healthy Life. I've got to say my body just embraced the change. Besides feeling better, looking better, thinking more clearly. Many of Robin's seven habits for a healthy life are simple and free. She offers tips and shares real stories from clients like Eddie, who've incorporated the habits into their lives and seen the results. You can make this change by being convicted that you will do it. That you don't need anyone else's assistance or help to do it. Make this the year you get healthy. Discover a low-cost, attainable path to feeling better than ever. Order wellness on a shoestring today at www.shopunity.org. From on the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand, a little less stress and a lot more pain. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do, and a lot more be. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple. Today, we have a special guest for our show, our continuation of What New Thought Offers to the World. We have as a special guest on today's show, the Reverend Kevin Ross, talking about how to live the designer life, how to live a life by design, how to live a spiritual, no-excuse, powerful life. Now, yet again, welcome to the show, Reverend Ross. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I would like to, thank you. I would like to ask you, what is your favorite story about Christ Universal Temple's founder, the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman? You are very, you are very close. <laughs> oh God! My favorite story. All right, I'll give you a favorite story. Uh, one of my favorites, though not um, perhaps the most flattering, but it just revealed the strength of her. Uh, this woman, um, who I call my spiritual mother, and um, many other wonderful things. But anyway, I was in college at Morehouse, and um, I was uh, going through a terrible breakup at the time. Um, and I, uh, this is in my, I think, sophomore year. It was right, right there. And I'm breaking up, and I had just gotten so depressed that I wasn't myself. You know, I wasn't speaking like I used to, because I, you know, myself and the poor Dr. David McGurmey, you know, uh, we were called the Brothers of Thunder, and we used to travel the country speaking. We did that to raise funds to go to college and all of that. And so there was a period where I broke up with this lady, or she broke up with me, rather. I can't even get that, but um, that's another story. But anyway, I broke, she broke up, and I'm depressed. I'm depressed, and um, I'm not going out. I'm staying in my dorm, I mean, in my apartment. Um, I'm just depressed. So... The word gets back to Johnny, and she flies into town and makes a visit to my apartment. And um, we had dinner and everything, and we had to go over to the campus for something, and we were riding in the back of her limousine, and 
I was, I just started sharing with her and I was in tears and she turned around to me and she said, listen, get over it. You're going to have six or seven more love affairs in your lifetime. And by the way, she wasn't that hot in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. She said, you're a young man. I don't know what all this is about. I didn't teach you any of this. Get over it. She's not God. And she just carried on in this this her own way. But it, it, it created this tremendous shift for for me around that whole situation to to not um allow myself to attach uh to the form but to connect to the essence. But not only that, that she showed up. This is the this is the character of Johnny Coleman. She showed up. Guy Coleman showed up uh, to christen me in this world. She she showed up to baptize me. She showed up when I uh, graduated from high school. She was sitting in the audience for that. She she showed up um, when I uh, more than one time while I was at Morehouse. Of course, then she showed up when I graduated from college at Morehouse. She showed up uh, to my wedding. You know, um, and so the, the character of this woman go deep. I remember her saying that you know, she could stand in a room with a hundred people, and all of those people would be able to recount stories that made them feel extremely special. Things that she did that no one would ever know, like showing up. I mean, no one would know the depth to which she showed up in my life, but. 99 other people might be able to say the very same thing. You know what I mean? Uh, so she she expressed the fifth unity principle, our fifth thought principle, which is demonstration. She was not just someone who talked the talk. She walked the walk. She insisted that we do the same thing. And um, and this is one of the things I... I This is a tradition that I carry on in my own life. I am committed to be a demonstration of what she taught me and what I have learned over the years. And this is why I'm talking to people about you can design your life. You can live a life um, uh, of design and not one by default. Yeah, that definitely, definitely. Just quickly, just to just to uh, share a quick story that has nothing to do with me, but I just think it's really, really nice when you talk about how Reverend Coleman thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, years ago, our mutual friend, the retired controller uh, from Christ Universal Temple, or at Christ Universal Temple, uh, Walter Robbins, he, <laughs> he shared a story with me, and he told me I could share it. That's why I'm sharing it live all over the world. Is when he first came to the church to work out of the business community, that that he had to get some plane tickets for him and Reverend Call and a couple other key leaders like you know Bob and Reverend Carey, etc. I think I can't remember everybody that was involved in the story, but anyway, it was a quick flight, like a one hour flight. It was like maybe to St. Louis or Detroit, something really quick. And when he brought the tickets to Reverend Coleman. She said, well, these tickets are first class. Where are my first class tickets? And she and he said, well, you know, it's only a quick flight. We'll be in and, in and out. No big deal. It, it really doesn't matter where we, where we sit. And she said, he said, that she said to him, Walter, it's not where you sit. It's where you think. <laughs> <laughs> now... In her mind, she only thinks first class. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she tell people, if you want me to come, send send me, bring me first class. Put me up first Mm -hmm. class. Because Mm -hmm. in her mind, she refused to have any experience that wasn't consistent with that. She built that as part of her consciousness, and it continually showed up. So when she had the new guy come in many, many years ago, she had to remind him. You place yourself in a position that you are by the way you think about what you deserve. That's the limit. 
That's living a designer life. So we have to make sure. We have to make sure that as we take the teachings that she gave us, which basically she got out of unity, she put her own personality touch on. Yeah. And and to me, the personality touch was the confidence to actually go out and maximize and live it, and always be authentic in your space, always be integrity in your space, and always stand up for what you say you are about. So when she showed up, yes. Anywhere, she always showed up as authentically Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. She owned the room. She was powerful. She was loving. She was a, a magnet for people, and it and it showed yeah. up, and it continues to show up in her life now. And that's a part of the process that we have to get continually and make sure that we pass on. It's not just the principle, it's the theory. You know, it's how um, it's, it's, it's and it's really interesting when you are exposed to this your whole life, the type of consciousness, your yeah. whole life, that it becomes a part of you. I, I attended a conference this year, and seconds into the conference, no kidding, seconds upon my arrival to the conference, someone came up to me, a minister actually, came up to me and uh, said, is it true? I said, is what true? Is it true that you have a chauffeur? I said, wow. I said, hi, sir, how you doing? I tried to sidestep the question. He says, is it true that you have a chauffeur, someone taking you around to your appointments? And this, I said, you know, actually, uh, I don't refer to him that way. I said, but there is someone who is committed to getting me to all of my appointments. Uh, I not need to drive myself. And it seemed in that moment that that was just a bitter pill for someone to swallow. And for me, you know, I've been chauffeured around all the brothers of thunder were limo everywhere we went, you know, back when we were 16 and 17. And, and it was not because, um, we, uh, were better than anyone else, but this is, this was the consciousness that we had established. So there's certain things that had become natural. And a part of a part of what I consider leadership um, consciousness, and and whatever it is, whether it's a chauffeur or whether it is a chef or whether it is just simply being able to take a vacation when you want to, or or be with the love of your life, you can design that. You can design that by having a a clear image of it. And then working with distinctions for getting there, being aligned with your purpose. You know, if you if you are a, a, in alignment with your purpose, what happens is that a, a force of energy that's only available to you when you are aligned with that purpose is released to you. And this is why other things seem so draining, so daunting. But when you're lined up with that purpose, you get energy, you get power, you get resources. You begin to see things and get access to tools, get access to, to other individuals that you would not have when you're not stepping um, on purpose. And so this, 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 ever since I made commitment to live congruently, live coherently with my purpose, I mean, a rush of opportunity has presented itself to me. I, I, and I, I kid you not, from meeting President Nelson Mandela to His Holiness the Dalai Lama to uh, even Michael Jackson in my lifetime, um, uh, to traveling to different parts of the world that um, uh, before the age of 30, I mean, living in wonderful places, and and these are things that um, um, are everyday miracles when you when you're working with the right principles when you're working those principles in your life with consistent practice. Yes, yes. Now we need to let people know how they can get in contact with you. Um, do you have a website or a phone number? Or how can they get you a book? You know, so because I'm sure people who are listening and who will listen to the download to this show later will want to make sure they can get in contact with you and get your product. 
Well, they can. There are several ways to contact me. However, if you're contacting me about the book, call Unity of Sacramento, and here's why: when you call Unity of Sacramento and you say you want the book, uh, we're going to give you a free CD called "The Champion Attitude" that will come with the book. So, just just a gift to uh, support you. So, call area nine one six three six eight. Three nine five zero nine one six three six eight three nine five zero and ask for Dion Wilson and tell her you want to get the designer life distinctions for living life by design and not by default and your copy your free gift copy of the champion attitude that will come with it and if you let her know I will personalize um, your book but you can also visit us. Uh, at unityofsacramento.com, unityofsacramento.com, or you can see me online at kevinrossspeaks.com. And uh, there are a lot of free materials on, on any of these websites, uh, live talks and, and certain things that you can immediately use. You can watch our live stream on Unity of Sacramento, so tons of stuff. But to get the book uh, directly, call the church, 916-368-3950, and ask for Dion Wilson. Okay, well, that at least gives people an opportunity. I'm sure they want to be excited and want to help support what you're doing and expand your ministry because you're you're interacting now. We have a couple of minutes before the break, but when we do come back, I would like for you to just, you know, maybe talk a little bit about the the Oprah dynamic that you mentioned earlier, just to kind of let people know, you know, where you're going, where your vision is, you know, what you see for the best tomorrow, as far as your ministry is concerned, and for for your church, for your message, and the next step of evolution and new thought. Because I think we have the responsibility to take new thought to places that has never been before intentionally, not unintentionally, but actually we can call it new thought, we can stand for what we believe, we can be authentic in that space. So when we do come back, we'll address that. Now, I do want to uh, let people know that they call in to 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489, if you'd like to ask Reverend Ross a question. I also would like to remind you that Christ Universal Temple live streams and services every 10, 10.30 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time. You can see the Reverend Derek B. Wells present lessons. I preach and several other uh, people who train both Reverend Ross and myself online. And I'll also stop by on Wednesday evenings from 7 to 8 for Bible 365. We're teaching Bible stories, major narratives, and teaching the metaphysical and practical applications of the stories. So we want to make sure that you have our opportunity to get as much information that you can utilize so you can put it into practice. Again, Emmett Fox once wrote in the book, The Sermon on the Mount, there's no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. So what we want to do is make sure that you get the revelation. But after you get the revelation, you have to have the realization because that brings about the manifestation. So we are working with this concept of of the presence and power of God working through you, in you, as you. Once you have that revelation, now we have to get to work. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Truth Transform. Wellness expert, Dr. Michelle Robin on healthy living. In the game of wellness, there's some basic habits that you need to embrace in order to live a well life. In her book, Wellness on a Shoestring, Robin shows you that complete wellness of body, mind, and spirit doesn't have to cost a fortune. Client Eddie Penrice turned his health around with Dr. Robin's Seven Habits for a Healthy Life. I've got to say my body just embraced the change. Besides feeling better, looking better, thinking more clearly. Many of Robin's seven habits for a healthy life are simple and free. She offers tips and shares real stories from clients like Eddie, who've incorporated the habits into their lives and seen the results. You can make this change by being convicted that you will do it. That you don't need anyone else's assistance or help to do it. 
Make this the year you get healthy. Discover a low-cost, attainable path to feeling better than ever. Order wellness on a shoestring today at www.shopunity.org. There is peace. There is quiet. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, It's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you, touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the stillness. You've been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and today we are discussing what New Thought offers to the world. And our special guest, is the Reverend Kevin Ross. Hello, Reverend Ross. Reverend Ross. Hello, Galen. How are you doing? All right, beautiful. I'm great, I'm great. Again, excuse us, we're having some technical difficulties today, but we're pushing through for our breakthrough. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to to, to ask you about uh, the Oprah Design Your Life or something you mentioned early in the show. I can't remember exactly the term you use, life class or something like that. Could you mention, uh, let us know what that is about? Can you expound on what that means? Well, you, you talked about what the over-dynamic is. And, I, I, you know, I have this kind of special heart connection to Oprah somehow. And I've had just many, many, many wonderful encounters with her over the years, starting in college and um, ex- being exposed to her. She's actually the graduation speaker for my my class in college. And also, she she came to Atlanta a few times and been in her studio several times, and then ultimately being on her show, the, the tribute show uh, that they did uh, recently. Um, what I have discovered in observing her is that she has taken and given herself full permission to embody the distinctions that I talk about in design your life and, and living the designer life. She has, she's embodied that and she's taken it and run with it. And I think mainly because not enough others have taken the spot. You know, there, I don't know if there are enough of us who have been daring enough to have these conversations out loud and then with the platform that she has through television, you know, um, to bring it before the world. I was in the audience for the taping uh, when Oprah introduced the secret to uh, her audience to the nation uh, through through television. And, you know, she took a lot of heat 
before that. It's not that we had not been teaching the secret um, in our various churches and, and all of that, but the the price she was willing to pay in order to make that conversation a mainstream conversation was was difficult. She lost a lot of viewers around that. She got a lot of flack from the right wing about that, but. Her courage and her commitment to saying, no, this is, this is worthy of our national discussion, our national debate, our national contemplation, um, I think is, is important. I think that there, there, there needs to be more of an emergence of leaders like yourself, Galen, uh, who, who will give voice to alternatives to what we are experiencing in in our um, spiritual communities, within our um, mainstream everyday conversation, where where we have um, very low expectations of the human condition, uh, I think what New Thought offers to the world is this this lifting up, this this raising up of of humanity. Um, in the designer life, I say that the, the, the designer life is a spiritual life where that you're not just a, a human being, but you are a spiritual being, and you are interacting, you are cooperating with these spiritual laws. But as we help people to reconfigure how they see themselves as not merely a uh, uh, a, a package of limitations, you know, in skin, just limited, even by your very skin limited, but actually unlimited by your potential, unlimited by your gifts, unlimited by your purpose. When we have people to see this, uh, I think we are showing the world its way out of bondage. And this is what I believe Oprah has done unapologetically unapologetically. She has said, I am going to be all that I can be in one single lifetime. I'm going to do as much as I can do. I'm going to give as much as I can give. I'm going to contribute to stir up controversy to the extent that it needs to be so that there, there is relevant um, and fair discussion on issues that affect us all. And, and so I'm, I'm proud to... Um, have had the brushes I've had with her, have had an opportunity uh, recently to pay tribute to her on her show, um, because I think that she she has um, embodied for us all a way forward from, from the mundane, and particularly um, individuals within the African-American community. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful. And... The fact that she has taken that stance and she has exposed people to what I would call not just new thought, but all different types of teachings that go into what we would call higher consciousness, like a Gary Zukov yeah. who might not label himself as a new thought teacher, but he's teaching principles that are consistent with what we teach. Because it's, it's true, it's true. It doesn't make a difference what package you bring it in. The contents are the same. You know, bring in people like Yana Vanzan, who might call herself literally thought, but she's teaching our principles. You know, yeah, and, and these labels, uh, Galen, are are in and of themselves limiting. You know, they, they are limiting. And this is one of the, the things that um, I appreciate about Oprah, that she's not identifying with any label, identifying with any banner. Labels and banners separate. You know, the minute I jump under a banner, the minute I identify with a label, I I exclude somehow. But if I'm just having a conversation and expressing me as I understand, you know, truth, life, whatever, and I'm just being, then it 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 is more inviting, it's more inclusive. You mentioned Gary Zukov. Gary Zukov and I are spiritual partners. Like literally, we spend a great deal of of time um, together, retreating and and so forth. Our families are, are close. And Gary, I actually write about Gary in the book. Actually, uh, spent some time talking about uh, some of the things that I've learned in my interactions with Gary. And one of the 
the the okay. distinctions um, and one of the pieces that I outline and one of the uh, distinctions that I outline um, about living the designer life and and having um, a life by design and not by default is that it's important for us to team up. You know, the 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 social inertia and the race consciousness is so dense that it's very difficult to penetrate on your own. It's best if you have an accountability partner. It's best if you have someone in your life who is your equal in every way and who is willing to forge forward with you. So I believe, like Napoleon Hill talked about, having uh, you know mastermind groups or prayer partners or, or someone in your life who is going to sojourn with you, who's going to take the journey with you. You know, it's one thing to say, I'm going to go conquer the world. It's another thing to say, let's go conquer the world. And so being 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 able to connect with the consciousness of Gary Zukov to say, hey, Gary, this is my dream. What's your dream? Let's, let's swap dreams and let's see if we can build each other to become the person it takes that will enable us to achieve what it is we're setting out to achieve. Now, I must tell you, my conversations with Gary are not always um, pretty because Gary is is very concerned with helping me identify those frightened parts of my personality that may be in the way of me revealing my purpose. And so you don't want to pick somebody or select somebody who is going to co-sign on your mediocrity. That's not what I'm talking about in terms of a spirit. Or, or a prayer partner or a mastermind partner. I'm talking about someone who's going to stand in a high place of accountability for you and call forth from you your highest expression. This is what you want, and this is what will shorten the distance between where you are and where you want to be and where you're supposed to be. Partnership, the right kind of partnership. So I'm glad you brought up Gary because I, he's another individual who, who has been a tremendous influence and, and actually direct influence in, in my life. Well, thank you. And I love Gary Zukov. Matter of fact, we only have about a minute and a half to go. But I do want to share with you that once I taught his book, Mind of the Soul, for about 15 weeks at Christ Universal Temple and the Johnny Coleman Institute. And it was well received because he gets right to the, he gets right to the heart of a matter. And mm-hmm. actually, I, I've seen him speak at different functions like Celebrate Your Life and, and his ability to go in and deal with specific issues with people that he's never met before is mm-hmm. better than anyone I've ever seen, hands down. Yeah. Uh, he gets right he, to it. He gets right to it. So, you know, he's somebody, audience, if you have not been close to Gary Zukov, look him up on YouTube. Look his books up. He's powerful. Definitely a spiritual giant. Well, Reverend Ross, we're, we're getting close to the end of the show, so I do would like to thank you again for coming on. And I look forward to having you on again. And when you uh, want to come on, give me a call. Let me know. We can talk this stuff out because we're brothers. Thank you. And part of being brothers is, you know, we, we don't have to have any, you know, good reason to get together, to hook up. You know, these type of conversations we have when we're not on the radio because this is how That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> so definitely tell your beautiful wife and children that, that said hello. I will thank everyone you in your, in your community because I've been out there to speak before. Tell everyone I said hello. God bless you and thank God you. bless them. And we're just going to keep standing and, and, and showing forth and demonstrating the truth of God in us through us as us. Again, anytime, brother, just give me a call and we can do whatever we got to do to make this thing work. And I mean just to show that just means life because we're here together to be a stand for God and for humanity. Truth Transform listeners, please tune in next week for a brand new show of Truth Transforms. God bless you, and I'll be with you next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. 
Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guest on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer, or positive intention, can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon Central or 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Jenny is looking for an adventure. I love new cities. The culture, the architecture, the food. Joy prefers a little R&R. Just give me a book and cozy chair along the ocean. And maybe a massage or spa treatment. Both are spiritually minded. The cave temples in Sri Lanka sound amazing. What a life-changing experience. Studying Eastern spirituality, going right to the source. It's the journey of a lifetime. Both Jenny and Joy will find exactly what they're seeking on Spirit of the East, a 14-day voyage from Singapore to Mumbai. And so will you. Join us April 17th to May 1st, 2013. Spirit of the East, a perfect blend of relaxation and adventure. Explore more at unity.org slash spiritoftheeast. He's the most talked about figure in history. How do you see Jesus? As a savior, a way shower, a mythical hero. In his cutting edge new book, Jesus 2.1, an upgrade for the 21st century, Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard explores the many human concepts of Jesus. The man of Nazareth has been an imaginary spiritual playmate for millions. Best friend, confidant, silent lover, surrogate father, brother, husband, Trusted king when earthly governments fail. All-purpose superhero who will save the day before the final credits roll. Jesus is like a program that has been adapted through the ages while the basic code remains undisturbed despite all subsequent modifications. Now it is our time to rewrite and reinstall the Jesus program with updates for today, just as every previous generation has done and every subsequent generation will do. The Romans killed Jesus for being a revolutionary. Every succeeding generation kills him anew by losing sight of the ongoing revolution in human consciousness that he represents. Explore the new book, Jesus 2.1, at www.shopunity.org. 
We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Debbie Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.